It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On MLB Fantasy Minute is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy baseball and winning up to 25 times my money. Download the app today and use the code Locked On MLB for a first deposit match up to $100. Exploring my skills on Prize Picks this season adds an extra layer of excitement to daily fantasy sports. With just a few taps, you can transform $10 into $1,000 if you've got the skills. Prize Picks is incredibly user friendly. I can make my selections and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. As the host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, here are some rock solid picks. Opt for Shohei Otani to have less than 38.5 home runs this season. Opt for Bobby Miller to have higher than 150.5 strikeouts this season. And for Bryce Harper to have higher than 97.5 ribbies this season. Download the app today and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Play ball. I'm James Erpine, and this is the Locked On Reds podcast on a Tuesday. Great to be with you on Twitter at James Erpine at Locked On Reds. Jeffrey Carr wrote about Billy Hamilton at LockedOnReds.com. Every single podcast posted on the website. Also, a preview of Reds Brewers and what could be uh, an interesting final series against the Brew Crew. It's a last road trip to Milwaukee this uh, year and right now the Reds have lost six of seven since sweeping the Giants at home there's a preview of that that Jeffrey Carr wrote about there's also uh, something he wrote about with Billy Hamilton in one spot lockedonreds.com thanks for being with me here today and I wanted to talk about Wrigley and obviously if, if you listen to the podcast regularly I went to Wrigley over the weekend and a couple things one and I talked about this some yesterday I'm so disheartened it's it's very disheartening uh, trying to cover a team. And honestly, I grew up a Reds fan. But I've been in radio now for five-plus years. I've tried to be objective because when you – and naturally, I root for them to win. But when you keep your fandom in it in, in the radio business or in any kind of, uh, of sports medium when it's your job, you, you react out of emotion. And I try not to do that because if, if you do that and when that does happen, I think it can get you in trouble. I think you cannot see decision-making clearly. And, and I think it can hurt you as a professional. And me doing what I do here with this podcast, with the Locked on Bengals podcast, with everything I do at ESPN 1530 and 700 WLW, and all other hats I have and other hats I wear, I want to be deemed as a professional. I, I don't want people to say, oh, he's just a fanboy. That, it's just, it, it was never, that's always been my, my, my thing. And what I think is very interesting is if I hold myself to that standard, if I've held myself to a certain standard like that for years, for years now, and yes, do I love it when the Reds are good? Absolutely. Good for business, fun to go to games, excitement in the city. When the Bengals are good, excites the city. It, it's fun to to come on and talk and say good things. It's not fun to always come on and just trash people or to come on and just rip people to shreds. But you also can't be a fan. I also don't want to be a fan uh, in the same sense that, that I react out of strict emotion. Out of, I, I react in, in, based on what a team does from a fan perspective. I want to do it 
50-50 looking at it from the fans' perspective and 50-50 looking at it from the baseball side, from the organization standpoint. And then I comment and give my opinion. That's just how I look at it. That's how I've tried to look at it, as objective as possible. And what's crazy about this, and again, I'll talk about Wrigley in a second, but what's crazy about this is the Reds owner doesn't do that. The Reds owner doesn't say, yeah, I want the Reds to win because it's good for my pocket, it's good for business, but I know I need to separate my fandom. I am a fan of the Reds, but you have to be able to separate it. My favorite Reds team was 1999. The 99 Reds were amazing. 196 games, should have went to the playoffs, crumbled at the end. Al Leiter shut them out in a one-game play, playoff against the Mets. 5 nothing. Heartbroken. It was heartbroken at 8, 9 years old. And it's something that you go through as a fan. But I have found a way to take that, that fandom, and flip it. And not just be, not just come on here and do a fanboy podcast for 10 minutes. Call it like it is. I don't think the Reds owner can do that. I think Bob Castellini's a fanboy who has a lot of money. I, that's what I think he is. He's a fan who falls in love with players, and that's what happens, and then they're here because he's got the power. Fans can't be owners, or they shouldn't be. And if they are, fine. A fan could certainly be an owner. But if they're going to be an owner, they need to be able to separate the two. For me, for example, I can separate it. I don't get heartbroken when I go to Wrigley, drive five hours to Chicago, and watch Homer Bailey get his head kicked in. I wasn't mad. I wasn't heartbroken. I would have liked to see Homer pitch better and the Reds get a win, but it certainly didn't happen. And that, to me, is a concern. You can't be a fanboy and be an owner. And I think the Reds have a fanboy on their hands. That's the reality of it. Bob Castellini, he acts from an emotional fan perspective. And I get, as an owner, you need to know what the fans are thinking, how the fans think, etc., just like you need to with the radio show host. Right? You need to have a good vibe of the city, a good feel for what people want to hear about as a radio show, as a talk show host. That's part of it. But man, Bob Castellini, how disheartening is it to know that he is going to just swoop down at a moment's notice and make baseball decisions even though he's hired people to do so. He's a fan, and that to me is scary. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Reds podcast. Wrigley was great. I got, I got to tell you, Wrigley was great. Um, from a, a baseball perspective, it sucked. The heat was awful. I mean, the heat was rough. But overall, if the, the weather, and it took me a couple days to, to wrap my mind around this. I went to the Reds opening. Uh, it, it, so they had opening day, but they didn't have the parade. That Monday, they had the parade. Because remember, the opening day got rained out. The parade was Monday, and I went to that game. And I, it was probably the most miserable experience I had had at Great American Ballpark. Not because of the ballpark, not because of the food, not because of the anything. No, 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 none of that stuff. No, because it was cold. It was freezing. I was frozen. I didn't dress. I didn't wear appropriate attire. I said, oh, it's April. I'll be fine. Frozen to death. Freezing the whole time. Then... Looking ahead, moving forward, Wrigley, what happened? The climate affected everything. 
bleacher seats in the sun, 95 degrees in Chicago, sweating through my shirt, five other people with me. And so I left, and we were miserable. I'm not going to lie. We were miserable from a physical standpoint. And I had a couple drinks, and it was nice. And I was like, man. And I was the one in my group that was like, hey, we got to go to Wrigley. Like, no one else was like, hey, we got to go. I really wanted to go. And the weather really dictated it. We got bleacher seats because that's what you're supposed to do, so you're right in the sun. And I never really got the full – I don't think I got the full Wrigley experience because of the weather. Because of being a first-timer and and not understanding that, oh, well, you're going to have to get there super early for bleacher seats, like super early. I was out there enjoying, you know, enjoying Wrigleyville. I went to Murphy's, all that stuff. I was like, oh, we'll walk in. We got tickets. Had no idea how it was going to work. So that was my first mistake. The second was the heat. And so I'm going to have to go back to Wrigley, hopefully next season. Going to have to sit in the bleachers, do it right, but do it when the weather isn't 95 degrees because it made it, made it tough. It really did. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Reds podcast. I'll post some pictures on social media of my time at Wrigley. It was really cool, though, to go there, read some of the history behind Wrigley. I, like, I'm a nerd for some of that stuff, so I was excited, and I still enjoyed it, but it could have been so much better, I think. And in the moment, there was part of me that was like, oh, I picked the wrong day. I got this wrong. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Reds podcast. Up next, we'll preview Brewers and Reds. First of a three-game series starts tonight. We'll discuss that next on the Locked on Reds podcast. I'm James Erpine, and this is the Locked on Reds podcast. The Reds in Milwaukee for a three-game series against the Brewers. 7-10 first pitch. Anthony DiScafani on the mound. Comes in with a 6-4 record, 4.26 Earned run average going up against Junior Guerra, who comes in for the Brewers with a six and eight record, a three point seven two earned run average. And then tomorrow in game two of this series, it's Reds, it's Brewers and it's Matt Harvey on the mound again. Man, oh, man. wonder if Bob Castellini is going to be excited about this. Harvey comes in with a six and seven record. A 4.77 earned run average has struck out 95, walked 31 this season. And he's going up against Freddie Peralta. Peralta with a 6-4 earned run, uh, 6-4 record, excuse me, a 4.02 earned run average. Struck out 86 and walked 38. His last outing, he pitched a 7 scoreless and uh, picked up a win against the Reds. So his last outing, he dealt against the Reds. We'll see if that happens again on Wednesday. And then Thursday, it's the final game of a three-game series. This one at 12:35. It's a day game. Luis Castillo 7 and 11 on the season, a 5.07 ERA. Going up against Wade Miley, who comes in pitching just over uh, 50 innings this season, a 2 a 2 and 2 record with a 2.32 earned run average, has struck out 33 and walked 21. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked On Reds podcast and looking at the standings, I I said it last week we were looking to see how many games the Reds could win. And, and see if they could kind of play themselves in, into bettering the, the, the 68 wins they got a year ago by a lot. And I'm not sure that's going to happen. Right now they're 56-75, and 75, which is right about, as I said on the podcast, where they were last year and the year before. It's only a game better. Where will this team be at the end? I'm not sure, but I don't feel great about it. I got to be honest. I don't feel great. They got 31 games left. What can they do? Is my math right on that? Yeah, my, my, my math is right on that, right? 44, carry the one. Yep, 
So 31 games left. What can they do with it? Hopefully, for their case, they can get past the uh, – because if they go 12-19, and 19, you're talking about a team that – same record as last year. And that isn't that crazy. They've lost five in a row. Matt Harvey on the mound. I could see him crumbling at any point. Homer Bailey on the mound has already crumbled. No more Sal Romano, so you're not building for the future. Cody Reed, who knows what's going to happen there. I don't know. I, I just, I'm really annoyed at the, this whole red situation, if you can't tell. It makes no sense for Sal Romano to not be in the rotation. It makes no sense for Matt Harvey to still be here. And yet, somehow, here we are. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Reds podcast. You can subscribe and get your daily Reds fix. And on a bunch of platforms, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, LockedOnReds.com as well. We'll recap tonight's game against the Brewers tomorrow. Work on getting a couple guests this week as well. Until then, I'm James Erpine. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked On Reds podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.